0: growing older is not for the faint of heart you have to still wake up every morning with a pulse and if you got one of those you got a purpose and your purpose is to stay as healthy as you can for the rest of your life for the people you love and the people that love you you know when you start up a motorcycle and you hear it go when it takes off i was losing that I was losing my energy, like everybody does as they grow older, and I don't wanna be tired. I don't wanna look tired, and I don't wanna be tired. I started using Balance of Nature about a year and a half ago, noticed the results immediately, and I went, oh my gosh, this works. This is what I've been missing all my life. <laughs> I'm loving life actually more than I ever, ever have. I missed my va boom. I got it back. As a special holiday offer, get $25 off plus a free fiber
1: and spice with your first preferred order. Use discount code KATE.
2: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and in light of the recent events, your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you, we're having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles like plush, waffle, or gossamer for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, Quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to mypillow.com or call that number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding, including my pillow bed sheets, for as low as twenty-nine ninety-eight. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now.
3: Make sure and use the promo code Kate K-A-T-E and get those savings and help truth in radio. Thanks you guys.
2: In a world where you can be anything, be someone who doesn't repeat media soundbites. The show starts now.
4: Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others.
3: Hi there, welcome to Kate Daly's show. I know. Melissa's out. It's Christmas week. And, uh, of course, I'm going to be doing this hour on my own. Susan's going to join me in the next. And uh, this hour, I'm going to step back from politics for a moment. And I'm not even really going to go Christmas on you because uh, I have a lot of shows that that we talk about Christmas. And I love those shows, by the way. (laughs) I really do. I love doing the same recordings we do every year and uh, the Christmas stories that we play and all of those. But this hour, you know, I got to thinking about us as a people and I kept you know talking about getting healthy and and we need all hands on deck and uh, by the way I did the Alex show earlier and had Lori Brunson on with his case and so you can go catch that at band video band period video okay you can go there and um, you can see the Alex Jones show and I love doing that for the Alex Jones audience I love the audience and and uh, Lloyd Brunson, his case is coming up. You know the January sixth uh, date that the court gave him, the Supreme Court, and so it's a case to keep your eye on. And um, and so I had him on, and so you can go check that out. Um, but I was thinking about. What a move that is for Lloyd to be able to um, to do that case and then have miracles happen. And we need to do some of these things uh, because uh, it's hard to get a miracle if we don't have any action attached to it, to these things. I mean, when we fought a revolution, we went ahead and fought the revolution and then the miracles came. Those miracles couldn't have come had we not get, been engaged in an action. So I started thinking a lot about you and I. And I thought about what what in the world did George Washington say to the troops to keep them going when everything looked looked really bleak and it was hard and they were facing a lot of personal hardships. And I know that a lot of us out there are, pay, are facing personal hardships and trying to get through the day and it's difficult and you might have some depression or it's Christmas time. So, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of that going on, too. And how do we what do we do to shore ourselves up? We take control of our health, but what, do we, what can we really do to kind of get back on track and sometimes things come in the weirdest places. <laughs> so let me, let me tell you why. Um, I was reading a story about um, uh, Tim Robbins, the actor. Yes, the actor. And this came by way of Tom Woods. And I've had Tom on the show, and um, and he was looking at an interview with Russell Brand and and Tim Robbins, and Tim Robbins was a really left wing. He was married, you know, basically married to Su- Susan Sarandon for years and years and years. I think they were partnered up for years too, but um, but he talked about his response to. COVID. And he had this sort of awakening. And he said that at first he masked up. He was telling Russell Brand this. At first he masked up and he social distanced and he resented all these people who didn't. And he expected that people who didn't comply would have a hard day coming up. You know, that'd be some serious death there. He believed everything. Then he looked around and he realized that these measures didn't seem to make much difference. And at one point with some time, he started to wonder more and more about what we were being told. This is Tim Robbins, the actor. OK, and whether it was true or not. And out of curiosity, um, he attended an anti lockdown protest in London and found that he was really quite it, it was really quite different than the media portrayal of it. OK, he went to an anti lockdown protest and he was like, wow, this is not what the media is telling me. By the way, Tom Woods is telling this story about Russell Brand interviewing Tim Robbins. So I just want to make that clear. So he noticed that there wasn't, Tim Robbins noticed there wasn't a whole lot of consistency in people's views and that they didn't seem to be motivated by science. At first, if you were a Democrat, he said, when Trump was president, well, you weren't going to take it because it was attached to Trump, you know, and then that changed. And then it was kind of Orwellian, he said, and then they're no longer at war with, you know, East Asia. And then all of a sudden he says, if you didn't take the vaccine, you were a Republican, <laughs> Ooh, you know, of course, in in leftist Hollywood, that would be the case, right? Um, that you would that you would think that. So he goes on and he says, you know, Robbins was a person who would go from someone that he thought he was inclusive and altruistic and generous and empathetic to a monster because he was questioning any of this. And he said, where you want to freeze people's bank accounts because they disagree with you. That's a dangerous thing. And he said, that's a dangerous world we've created. And he said, we, because I am part of that, I brought that whole idea, bought into that whole idea early on. And Tom Woods talked about this interaction between Russell Brand and Tim Robbins and said, if we had another thousand Hollywood actors talking like this, we could finally get somewhere. And finally, he said, you know, uh, you know, this is something to be examined. This is something where it gives you a little hope, because I know all of us have friends that are leftists, that hardcore, and they just believe the media and they believe the government is just right there to give you this, this helping hand at everything. and, And it does. They'll lie to you, but they don't see it. Okay. There is hope. There is hope. We can change. And um, I I actually viewed this uh, special by uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill interviewed his therapist, who is, whose name is Phil Stutz, and he's in L.A. And Phil Stutz had some really intriguing ideas on how um, actually Jonah said that he wanted to do Um, An expose on his therapist because he thought his therapist was so different than other therapists out there that he had really helped him change uh, and and maybe, you know, do some things, um, some take some actions and help him change his perspective, because that's really sometimes what it's all about is our perspective kind of keeps us from um, um, from seeing the things we need to see and and it opens up a whole new world for us. This therapist, um, I'm going to play some clips from this because his whole mission, he's in late stage Parkinson's and the therapist is. And so he has a a more difficult time, um, you know, talking about these things with clients because of his physical um, disabilities. And he said, my biggest thing is to get this message out here on how we can help people to have a better life to to actually enjoy their life a little bit better and get them out of this depression and you know and he said I'm not one of those therapists that just wanted to sit and listen I wanted to I wanted to actually give tools to help somebody. And I thought that was really powerful. Now, this special has some language in it, so I had to cut out the language and some of these things. And it would be, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't want to watch something with language in it, and I can respect that and understand it. So I'll kind of give you some glimpses of what he said. He was raised, Phil Stutz was raised by um, atheist parents, and he lost his brother early on. And his family fell apart, and they crumbled. And early on, his father basically told him, if you don't become a doctor, to kind of help you know, cure the ills of the world, what took his brother down, then um, you're nothing. You got to become a doctor. And so coming from that sort of atheist background, he doesn't come across with tools that are going to include God. And so I know that you can fill in the blanks with that. And that's how I, ha- I viewed this, too, on some of the tools. And I'm going to share some of these tools with, uh, with you so that we can have this hour kind of a little bit more targeted to the troops, if you will, the George Washington troops out there, the Patriot, the people that they they they're they're fighting demons in their own lives we have a lot of hardships we're dealing with life in general how do you change your perspective and how do you help yourself um have a better life because we all want to be in this fight for liberty and there's a lot of things keeping us down health number one there's a lot of things attacking our health and two do we have some tools and i thought maybe today's hour could help you with some tools um and they were powerful tools. And I'll share even a clip with Jordan Peterson, who actually agrees with one of these tools that people don't necessarily think about. So before I um, go into this, I want to tell you just, uh, I want to start with why why he felt like he wanted to do this. What was it about this that, that he wanted to reach people? All right, here we go. This is Phil Stutz, the the therapist in, in LA. Here, here we go.
4: The first thing you ask them is, what do you want? You know, why are you here? The average shrink will say, don't intrude on the patient's process. They will come up with the answers when they're ready. That sucks. That's not acceptable. When I got into psychiatry, the model was I'm neutral. I'm just watching. I have no dog in this fight. It was a very slow process, and there was a lot of suffering. And if I'm dealing with someone with depression like that, who's afraid they won't recover, I say, I'll tell you. Do exactly what I tell you. I guarantee you'll feel better, guarantee hundred percent some of me when I walked into your office we sat down and you were just
1: like here's what you should do you gave me some form of action you gave me a
4: tool yeah it's, it's imperative I wanted speed in this not not speed to cure somebody in a, in a week that's impossible but I wanted them to feel some change some forward motion it gives them hope that that's actually possible so what are the tools a tool is something that can change your state your inner state immediately in real time it takes an experience that's normally unpleasant then it turns it into an opportunity tools change
1: your mood and then just give you a sense of hope that that won't be your mood forever that's correct it's basically a real-time visualization exercise you do in your
3: head at
4: that moment yeah so in that sense I'm a teacher I'm teaching the person how to use it and also teach them when to do it in life is getting out of bed
3: okay and so you know getting out of bed every morning he talks about that and and uh, and says you know we need these we need certain tools to really help us and it's funny because there's such basic things but sometimes getting back to the basics is probably one of the most important things we could do right now, when I'm reviewing all of this and looking at all of this, I'm adding God into about every sentence because I know that that's um, for me. Uh, that's what's truly helped me the most. But He does have an interesting way of talking about these tools and telling you what you need to work on first, second, and third, and fourth, and what's going to be uh, what 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 you're up against, how to fight that. And I just thought we could spend some time talking about this because I thought it was kind of intriguing, to tell you the truth. And it brings up some things that I, I don't know, I just think that we, that we really need to hear. Here's a little bit more from uh, Dr. Phil Stutz.
1: Give you advice. Yes. Unsolicited. Yes. And you want your friends so, to listen.
4: <laughs> and you want your therapist to give you advice. Here's the thing. The shrinks, it's not that they don't want to help you. It's really not. But for me, I always felt there was something missing. So a tool is a bridge between what you realize the problem is and the cause of the problem to over here actually gaining at least some control over the symptom. It all has to do with possibility.
3: Yeah, it all has to do with possibility, and uh, and like Jonah Hill was saying, he was like, you know, I go to my therapist and he just listens, and then my friends give me unsolicited advice. <laughs> so, um, and that happens a lot, right? In the problems in the course of our life, that's what happens with us, right? And so, when we come back, I want to give you um, three tools that he that he tells you to do. These are actually things you need to do right now to kind of help improve your life. And I've always enjoyed the shows we've 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 done. Because they're just so off the beaten path of politics, which I get tired of, as you know. But I like self—I like improvement. I, I like all of the vehicles to to kind of help us to have a better outlook in life, okay? And kind of get through things. And this really is about how do you how do you get through all of these things, right? And be better. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show, KateDalyRadio.com. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Melissa's out today and uh, this hour on my own. Susan joins me next hour, but this hour is a little bit more about helping us uh, as people to maybe gain different perspectives and kind of helping us through life a little bit more than it is politics in this hour, which I welcome. (laughs) I like, okay? Oh, the pictures of Zelensky and and King fraud a lot at the White House, but he he switched his green shirt to a green sweatshirt, so you should feel real good about that. Gag. Anyway, um, whole thing is green screened. So so here's the deal. Um, balance hands down, get healthy. Get healthy. Please get healthy. There's no excuse for it because we're in control of our health and um, we need all hands on deck and we need you. Go to balanceofnature.com, thirty one fruits and vegetables a day. Let's start with basic nutrition and let's go there first. Uh this is an amazing product. You're gonna get thirty five percent off in free shipping, and uh it's wonderful. It's amazing. Balanceofnature.com, you're going to feel better. No more blah days. 31 fruits and vegetables a day dialed down into capsules. You're going to love it, okay? Um, Put in the code Kate. Try it out. You don't like it, send it back. You're going to love it. You're just going to love it. Going back to Phil Stutz. Now, I understand he came, you know, from an atheist family, he doesn't really say he's atheist, but he, when he talks about life force, which he's about to, um, he's talking about getting back to basics about, about, you know, the very thing that, that, that gets you, you know, puts puts that soul into that body. And, and this is what we have to work with. Okay. So when he's talking about life force, he's not going to mention God don't expect him to I don't you know not not too many therapists will but this is an, this is amazing what he refers to in this this is a two-minute clip from uh, the from the movie Stutz and uh, Phil Stutz talks about the tools he gives people and he tells them where to start when they're facing depression or they're facing just hardships or trying to get through something here you go
1: one of the first things you got me working That's on my life force that was such an immediate thing that can change your life and something that I think anyone can easily latch on And it was the first step for me and beginning the process of getting
4: better. Yeah, that's correct. Here's the classic thing that happens. A guy's depressed. He comes into my office and he says, I know my habits. Are, I, I, I know I'm, I'm undisciplined. I know I'm lazy, but if I only knew what I was supposed to be doing, what my mission was in life it's interesting, I'd be like I was shot out of a gun. But I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, so I can I'm just gonna be lazy and do nothing. And then from that obviously comes to the depression. There's something that that will apply to you and to anybody else who who doesn't have a sense of direction or doesn't know what they should do next. And the answer is you can always work on your life force. The only way to find out what you should be doing, it's like who you are, is to activate your life force because your life force is the only part of you that actually is capable of guiding you when you're lost. If you think of it as a pyramid, there's three levels of the life force. The bottom level is your relationship with your physical body. The second layer is your relationship with other people. And the highest level is your relationship with yourself. The bottom step is your relationship to your physical body. All you got to do is get your body working better, and and it always works. The most classic thing is they're not exercising. Diet is another one, and sleeping. So what percentage
1: of that stuff is what makes you actually feel better at first?
4: Well, when when it starts out, it's probably 85%. It's very high. So how do you come up with this stuff? Well, I once had a supervisor and I I was very young. I didn't even have my own practice yet. I'm talking to people about what happened 30 years ago in their life or what was the cause of their problem. They would walk out the same way they walked in, feeling like basically hopeless. So I said to him, is there anything we can do so that they can feel better, feel something at least sooner? And the the, (laughs) the guy says to me, don't you dare, he says, It was like somebody who fundamentally didn't understand the human condition.
0: Wow.
3: So three things. Um, You know, you work on your body. You work on your health, sleeping. You work on um, your um, uh, relationships with other people. And then you work on... um, your, your relationship with yourself, and I would probably add the fourth tier, you work on your relationship with God, right? And these are the, these are the basics. These are the things that are really going to help you the most. And it makes a lot of sense, right? Of course it does, because when you're sleeping and you're doing all those things, without those things you can be kind of a hot mess. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest, a real hot mess, right? And so then he goes into describing some of those things. um, And one of these things, Jordan Peterson actually agrees as well. This is very, very powerful and much overlooked. Um, Back to uh, Dr. Phil Stutz. Here we go. Pardex is such a
1: major part of understanding.
3: Oh, that was uh, not uh, the one that I thought (laughs) of. So so basically, um, he talks about writing. He talks about um, getting back to basics and understanding that writing, that um, the things that that we need to be doing are are writing because when you write, your um, subconscious uh, comes out. And when your subconscious comes out, you'll find things out about how you really feel about things. Okay. And he talks about relationships. He talks about um, how even, even just going to dinner with somebody that you don't even like is actually going to help you because it's going to have a positive effect on your life, on your relationship. Relationships are crucial. They're vital. And you must have them. You must invest time in them, even if you don't want to. And sometimes that's the hardest when you're when you're feeling sad is to basically want to go spend time with others. But once you do and once you're in it, in that meeting that you didn't want to go to, in that lunch that you didn't really want to go to, it kind of reminds me of another uh, show that I saw where, the, you know, the woman basically the, the guy doesn't want to take a, a girl to dinner and he's depressed over the loss of his wife. Right. And she says to him, well, what if it's more about the other person? I mean, you got to, you know, you got to think of it in a lot of different ways. There's a lot of different help there that's going on, not just about how you feel. Uh, Maybe it's good for the woman to get out, you know, the the, the date that you're going to take out. And I actually, I agree with that. I think that there's something really, really powerful about that, that we realize that. And so writing is very, very important and we don't do it anymore. We just simply don't do it anymore. Why is that? Why do we not do it? It doesn't even make sense, really, right? Um, And so here is Jordan Peterson talking about, it's a minute-long clip about why writing is so important. And when this doctor talked about the fact that you write, you keep writing and keep writing so that you can understand how you truly feel about things... Jordan Peterson takes it a whole nother step. Here you go.
5: The best way to teach people critical thinking is to teach them to write. Because there's no difference between that and thinking. And one of the things that just blows me away about universities is that no one ever tells students why they should write something. Well, why are you writing? Well, you need the grade. It's like, no, you need to learn to think. Because thinking makes you act effectively in the world. Thinking makes you win the battles you undertake. And those could be battles for good things. If you can think and speak and write, you are absolutely dead Nothing can get in your way that's why you learn to write and if you can formulate your arguments coherently and make a presentation if you can speak to people if you can lay out a proposal god people give you money they give you opportunities you have influence that's what you're at university for teach people to be articulate because that's the most dangerous thing you can possibly be so and that's motivating if people know that it's like here's your sword here's your m16 right here's your bulletproof vest learn how to use them
3: yeah writing and so both agree that writing does so many different things Jordan Peterson talks about the critical thinking aspect because you're actually having to think through the thoughts when you are going to write them and then of course Phil Stutz talks about how it actually helps you to understand what you're really thinking about because we don't hardly ever tap into our the unconscious part of us but that's what brings it out is writing and he says how powerful that is and then of course to accept you accept who you are um, and everything about you the bad, the good, everything. He also talks about uh, part X. Now, part X, I would probably, because I, I'm, re- I'm religious, I'm spiritual, I would probably come from an angle that says this is more like uh, Satan, what Satan can do and Satan's power. He describes it as um, part X. So, here you go. Part X, fill studs.
1: Part X is such a major part of understanding how your tools work. So I wanted to talk about that.
4: So when adversity comes, it's an opportunity for you to, at that moment, you're going to face Part X directly. Part X is the judgmental part of you. It's the antisocial part of you. It's an invisible force that wants to keep you from changing or growing. It wants to block your evolution. It wants to block your potential. So Pardex
1: would be the villain in the story of being a person. And the tools are what the hero on the journey can use to fight the villain.
4: Yes, Pardex is the voice of impossibility. Because whatever it is you think you need to do, it's gonna tell you that's impossible. Give up. It gives you a very specific dossier about who you are, what you're capable of, and it creates this like primal fear in human beings. What does your Pardex say to you? It makes me feel like I'm wasting time. It tells me that I've invented all this stuff and the stuff is great, I'm very confident, but it won't spread deeply enough into the culture. So how can people get rid of Pardex? You can't. You can defeat him temporarily, but he's always gonna keep coming back that's why you have three aspects of reality that nobody gets to avoid pain uncertainty and constant work so those are things you're just going to have to live with no matter what if it did work like that if you could banish part x then there'd be no further progress so if this is a story the main character
1: needs part x it needs the villain because if the main character doesn't have to overcome a villain, there's no story, right? and there's no growth, and there's no change, and there's no bravery, and there's no courageousness. We need the negativity of Pardex, or else we don't grow.
4: Yeah, that's correct. It doesn't mean you can't um, work very hard at a goal. It doesn't mean you can't succeed. But really, if you want to be happy, because that won't make you happy. What will make you happy is the process. You actually have to learn how to love the process of dealing with those three things. That's where the tools come in. When it appears, you can identify it, and then you can use a tool on it to nullify it. And if you can teach somebody to do that, they can change their whole life. Because the highest creative expression for a human being is to be able to create something new right in the face of adversity. And the worst of the adversity the greater the opportunity
3: nice that's part X now, religiously, I call that something very different, but isn't that um isn't that an interesting concept that that even people without religion, people that that, that don't want to identify this as a spiritual war or a god thing or or something okay, they still They still will tell you that this this is something that's going to be with you constantly through this life and that you have to learn how to deal with that and that you have to learn how to turn that that off and then do things to to thwart that, because they'll always be that little devil on the shoulder (laughs) saying that you can't do it. It's impossible. I think about the troops. I think about George Washington. I think about the um, what they had to go through right with this country. And you wonder how they kept going. That fortitude, right, to push forward, and you think, how in the world could somebody ever do that? Well, you know, it's uh, it's about fighting that little voice that says what you're doing isn't going to matter, and uh, and truly, it's something that I think we need to incorporate in our lives is knowing that it's going to be there and not listening to it, and and saying, okay, I know exactly that this is going to be there my whole life, but I'm going to work to fight against it. Like you said, it never leaves. It's just becomes more powerful sometimes when we let it be right back Kate Daly show
2: talk lines are open now call 888-673-1450 this is the Kate Daly show
4: the stars are bright
3: Show, love these songs. Uh, I really do. Um, look, uh, my pillow, uh, treat yourself. <laughs> nice to treat yourself to nice products, isn't it? Um, but with the savings, you know, you're getting these super high quality products for pennies on the dollar, and boy, do they make a difference! The slippers, doctors even recommend those. I, I would say that the slippers are just something you have to have. The robes are phenomenal, and of course, pillows and and um, just everything. I mean, everything you could you could imagine, right? It's, it's pretty amazing what it can all do. And, and, uh, the sheets, the towels, the pillows, everything go to mypillow.com and support that. Um, Because you're going to get great deals for yourself and your family. And treat yourself to some nice new sheets or some nice new towels or or whatever. Sometimes those little moments of instant happiness are kind of nice. Or they just make you feel better about life. Um, Susan's in here, and she's going to be uh, joining me, too. She's early, and I'm so grateful, actually, because it's fun having her in here. How are you? Hey, I'm wonderful. Uh, Good. um, So I was just talking about Phil Stutz, the the therapist. And Jonah Hill did a movie with him. And there's a lot of foul language in it, so hopefully I've cut that out. But... uh, Let's hope. Gosh, why am I playing this? Because you know this. I I tend I tend to talk a lot more about you know God and about messages, but I know that there's maybe people out there that probably need to hear these tools that he offers. And, you know, coming from an atheist family, he recognizes Pardex as as Satan. I recognize it as Satan. He says, you know, that little voice on your shoulder, that adversity, that will always be with you. The person trying to tear you down. The person trying to say what you're doing is not matter. The person trying to say you're not worth anything. But recognize what that is so that you know that, that that's, that's the only role that has and that you can work through everything in your life and it's going to stick with you forever. But you ha- get the tools to fight it. Right. Um, And don't give it the power that it wants over you. Don't let it dictate your life. And the other thing was to write. And he said, you know, writing. And I I did find that clip. He said, writing is is so beneficial in so many ways. And I played the clip of Jordan Peterson talking about how it increases critical thinking. Our kids need to be writing all the time. But here's a clip about the relationships and the writing from Dr. Studs. Here we go. (laughs) Whoops. <laughs> of course. Um, I got dual stuff going on. Okay. There we go. Here we go.
4: Okay. So that's the first level. The next one is your relationship to other people. Because when people get depressed, it's not that they end their relationships. It's like a ship disappearing over the horizon. They start to get pulled back away from their life. And relationships are like, you, you know those things when you're climbing a mountain, you pound in those pitons. It's like a handhold. So your relationships are like handholds to let yourself get pulled back into life. The key of it is you have to take the initiative. If you're waiting for them to take the initiative, you don't understand this. You can invite somebody out to lunch that you don't find interesting. It doesn't matter. It will affect you anyway in a positive way. That person represents the whole human race symbolically. So that's the middle tier. And the highest tier is your relationship with yourself. The best way to say it is is to get yourself in a relationship with your unconscious because nobody knows what's in their unconscious unless they activate it. And one trick about this is writing, it's really a magical thing. You enhance your relationship with yourself by writing and somebody will say, Well, Write what? You know, I'm not interested in anything. I'm not a writer. It doesn't matter. If you start to write, the writing is like a mirror. It reflects what's going on in your unconscious. And things will come out if you write like in journal form that you didn't know that you knew. If you're lost, don't try to figure it out. Let it go and work on your life force first. It's about passion. Increasing your life force so you can find out what you're really passionate about. But step one is to be passionate about connecting to your own life force, and that anybody can do that. And if I just do that
1: pyramid, everything else seems to fall into place. It
4: will, everything else will fall in place.
3: So that's Dr. Uh, Phil Stuss, and uh, he's in late-stage Parkinson's, and he was offering this advice because he says when he's talking about life force, which all of us go, it's just basically your life, okay, um, then there's three tiers, and number one is to um, to make sure you're getting enough sleep, diet, and exercise, and he said that's 85% of it. He said that's that's basically the biggest chunk of it because we don't realize how that how that takes us down affects us yeah and then it two is relationships with others like he was just talking about and then of course the relationship with yourself I would add a fourth tier relationship with God but he didn't he said relationship with self and to accept yourself and he said one, uh, a couple of things I'll just uh, well actually let me let me play this this was one more I'm gonna play and then I want to talk about it for a second this was called the um, string of pearls he calls this the string of pearls and I thought this was this was kind of fascinating here we go
4: if you have the tools we can turn this around so we have to keep going keep going it seems stupid isn't that like simplistic yeah it is but we want to say i'm the one who puts the next pearl on the string that's all i don't know nothing else that's called the the string of pearls and that's probably the most important thing motivationally you could teach yourself you just wrote string of pearls There's a line, then a circle, line, then a circle. Each one of those circles equals one action. But here's the thing, every action has the same value. This is a matter of identity, who am I? I'm not great, I don't want to look at myself like that. I look at myself just in terms of the habits with which I take action. If there's a failure or a big success, by the way, either way, you're gonna keep going. I am the person that puts the next pearl on the string. That's it. So essentially like getting out of bed
1: in the morning is a string of pearls, like just getting out of bed and doing what you have to do that day and not putting like a size value on the effort. They're all the same size. The first session we had, you said that true confidence is living in uncertainty.
4: Yeah, and moving forward. The winner is not the one who always makes the best decisions or looks the best. The winner is the one who works that cycle, in other words, who's, who's willing to take a risk, willing to act with some degree of faith, and then eats the consequences. If the consequences are bad, then you've got to work the cycle again. That's as good as a kiss. Now, here's the thing. In every one of these little circles, there's a little darker circle, much smaller, and the darker circle is a turd kind of funny in a way but what it says is every effort you make let's say now we're trying to do this film however this comes out it's not going to come out perfectly so there's going to be a turd in it it's like I don't really know if this is good or not so I don't have to worry about that I have to worry about forward motion and putting the next pearl on the string
3: I thought that was so funny (laughs) matter what you do there's a turd in it You know what? Isn't that the truth, though? You're trying to raise kids. You're married. You are you have a job. There's always a turd in something that, that you think is going to work. You have it in your mind to work perfectly. And when it doesn't, people get depressed by that. And then you have to learn that there's always going to be that. There's always going to be the little dark turd, the little dark circle in that in that little pearl. So you just keep going, keep going, keep
0: going. Yeah. And it yeah. helps to have something to think about. So when we have something go bad, yeah. flat tire, yeah. we always say, it could be worse. It could be it raining. Could, yeah. <laughs> so true I think that's Monty Python it could be worse than the rain isn't that the truth but you
3: know yeah it's it's all about perspective is really what he's talking about. And the reason I wanted to play this today was because I knew that there are people struggling out there and there's people that are still just trying to deal with everyday life. And so the whole liberty concept and fighting for that is just a whole other thing that they, they don't have time for, don't want to deal with and can't deal with emotionally. And right now we have a lot of people that think checking out seems to be the answer. That's not it. Checking out of life is not the answer. And when he was talking about part X and he was saying, and that's really what I would refer to as Satan when he was talking about part X and he was saying, you know, you just have to just get through these adversities. And and that is the truth. There's growth in the adversity. The adversity is the necessary part of our story. Otherwise, we can't learn anything. We can't grow anything. We can't overcome anything. So, in order to overcome, we've got to be able to get in a space where we understand that there's going to be all kinds of, you know, problems or issues all the time. But checking out isn't an answer. He also talked about the maze, the unfair, you know, wanting the fair to be. The unfair in your life and concentrating on that too much and giving it too much power in your life and saying that that needs to be fair. You have to make sure that unfair is now fair and that we spend an awful lot of time doing that in our lives. And he said there has to come a point where you stop doing that and you, you, you take that thing that happened in your life and you say it probably will never be fair. Move on because he said that's when people land in his office, that was one of the things they can't get over is I was unjustly treated. Something happened to me. I had this abuse. I had that abuse. I had all these things happen to me. Um, I want that to be, you know, I I want somebody to pay. I want this. And he said, it just sometimes just doesn't work out like that. you're just going to have to accept that, but then move on and just accept the circumstances. um, And he talked a lot about how his illness, what it's done for him. And he says, stop living in the pity parties of life. We live in the pity party all the time and we don't, we, we, we like it there. But you know what that says to me though? This is why victimhood has become such a big deal for the youth and for, for people in general. Got to find your little level of victimhood out there to, to kind of, you know, give yourself this thing that now you can have a pity party. You can throw yourself a pity party, right? That's right. And, um, what, what, what bad that has done for us. And if we're going to get through these next years, we have got to be able to have a better perspective. I think a more godly, you know, direction. Um, I think that's really going to help us. And he doesn't talk about that a lot. But uh, but he says he says, stop having what you think is going to be your snapshot of success and stop saying to yourself that when I get this perfect picture this this thing at work that I want to accomplish or, or this perfect picture in your head, then that's going to make you happy because it usually doesn't,
0: right? It just
3: doesn't make you happy. <laughs>
0: Well, it's, you know, Tucker just gave this talk, and he yeah. said he interviewed the uh, the billionaire mm-hmm. who started Jimmy John's yeah. by himself, uh, paid back his dad, who gave him $20,000. He said he worked on this for like 25 years or 30 years, right. and then got sold it for a billion dollars. And Tucker said, what was that like? He said, it's miserable. I'm miserable. I, my goal is gone. <laughs> right? Right. And you would yeah. think yeah. achieving it, yeah. but that's not, it's the journey is the reward.
3: We're always going to have pain. He said, we're always going to have uncertainty. We're always going to have a lot of work. And he said, you know, he said, uh, as soon as you start to forgive the people that wronged you, because that's a necessary step towards, towards having just a better life and stop thinking that there's going to be that bitterness towards the unfair. And, uh, and then he just talked about the fact that, um, you know, you have to kind of accept yourself. Everybody sort of has this shadow in their life. And for Jonah Hill, it was the shadow of his 14-year-old fat self and how that shaped his life and shaped his issues in life. And he said, I finally had to go back to that that kid and say, well, there was these redeeming qualities about you, though. And I I do love that part of my life because of this, 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 and this. And once he could do that, he said, I could move on from that. It didn't affect me as much anymore. I it's,
0: thought that was really good. Powerful. Fa- it's yeah. fantastic because it releases your potential. Right. Now you're open to opportunities yeah. and you're not yeah. in a cascade of pain. And I think if you realize that you're being triggered by something, mm-hmm. these old regrets or whatever, and you think, well, who's in charge of of managing that trigger? That's you. Yeah. If yeah. you manage it and right. say, I'm not going to let that be a trigger. And we get triggered about a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And a cascade yeah. down into despair. Yeah you're you are in control of that trigger yeah and, uh, and so just, you know, to kind of, you know,
3: it was a really, actually, it was a good film for what it tried to do. And I think Jonah Hill was really trying to be, you know, authentically, you know, he was trying to make a difference and say, I'm going to lend you my therapist for an hour. <laughs> this is what I learned. Now I would love to get a hold of him and, and kind of bring him into a whole new, new light with, with, with God. Maybe I don't know what his relationship with that is because I just know how much it's helped me in my life and how beneficial it's been for me and how I get through my days Um, but looking at some of these tools were so basic get your body in order get your health in order sleep do those things first then work on the relationships with others and make sure that even if you don't want to go out with somebody you know you don't want to go to the party go to the party because you're gonna feel better when you get home and then uh, and then of course work on, on loving yourself even that shadow version of yourself you don't like the one you tried to escape forever and stop trying to make everything fair. The unfair might remain unfair. And that's okay. And everybody's got an unfair. So True. Chalk it up to everyone's got it. Everyone's got an unfairness. Everyone's got something that they've been wronged. Okay? And uh, you might not ever be able to write it but you could write it in your head. You could actually say to yourself, okay, I'm done with that. I'm done thinking about it, giving it my focus, and I'm done. And now I want to work on other things. And um, he said his illness had taught him a lot, that it taught him a lot about um, just having to rework his life and and having to come up with different ways to be happy. And he said sometimes these types of adversities, like his illness, you know, gosh, I wish he could do a parasite cleanse. But anyways, you know, his illness and stuff that really, really helped him um, to have more compassion toward others and uh, and love people. And, you know, he stayed single, no kids. It was interesting to hear him with these tools because you don't hear somebody say, okay, do this, 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 and this, and this. More, more or less, they're there to listen, right? And, uh, and I thought it was just kind of fascinating, thought you might be able to benefit from that just a little bit um, about just getting our stuff in order and, and taking care of business, taking care of the most basic things. Get your health in order, sleep and um, exercise. And he said 85% of everything will start to change if you're feeling a little down this Christmas time and this you know depression in your life. Um, and I, I, I believe it. I absolutely believe it. Sometimes it's just too simple, isn't it? Be right back with Susan. I'll be right back with Susan. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. everybody. It's Kate. Listen, if you're local for the next week and a half, you can come by Canyon Media Studios and you can buy with cash or a check one of those wonderful little uh, Kate Daly show, Silver Round Coins. Uh, that we have right now in stock. And so I want to make this offer available to those that didn't want to maybe order it online but wanted to just to buy it in person. You can do that. You can come by Canyon Media and I'll help you out with that. Um, And they're $99 plus tax. And so of course, uh, come by and uh, get some for Christmas. What a great Christmas gift. Also putting silver back in people's pockets. How wonderful is that, right? And also a great reminder to be faithful and fearless. Also, uh, talking about Lady Liberty, she's on the cover of it, just like the first coin minted in the United States. Don't you love history? Share that history with those that you love and put some silver back in their pocket that I think will only grow. What a great gift. So if you're local to this area that I'm in, in St. George or the southern half of Utah, come on down to Canyon Media, and for the next week and a half, you can get one right here in person. Thanks, you guys.